Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Series 4, Episode 17 of the Autono Better Podcast. My name's Luke, and tonight I'm joined by the Pod Dodger and the Pod Todger. How are we doing, Jay and Cal? Both all right? Yeah, I'm all right, mate. Yeah, I'm all right. Yeah, Good bad. stuff. Good stuff. Thank, thanks ever so much for joining me on probably what is the coldest Tuesday of the year so far. I think we'd all agree. Um, Amen to that. Amen. But yeah, you might notice that you can't see our faces. That's very, that's purposeful, uh, and it's simply because we'd like to pay a short tribute um, to to the gen- two gentlemen um, in the in the overlay in the picture tonight. So yeah, we're going to run a bit of an intro in a minute or two, and we will get into it when I can find the bloody video. <laughs> Hi, this is Don Matteo, and then you are listening to the Auto Know Better podcast. Let's do this. <laughs> I like what? it fucking brawling you're a leader in bastard like some sort of fucking weird floating head no <laughs> you tantal player a bit innit I mean I feel a bit right dickhead nothing spectacular really <clears throat> good evening gentlemen how are we yeah not all bad right. mate not bad yeah doing full okay. of beans on 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 the it's the last Tuesday. No, it's not the last Tuesday before Christmas. It's the last Tuesday in in November. Uh, it is. It's the last podcast we'll be doing this year in November right, on a Tuesday. Um, there you go. You're recovered nicely. <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> um, but yeah, obviously, loads and loads to talk about. I just want to start quickly um, and just yeah, just put a little word out and 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 pay a little bit of a tribute to uh, to to Eltel, who was obviously our manager. For, for, for a short while uh, before we get into anything. Um, thoughts on his time at, at Leeds, Carl? It was a bit turbulent. I think he uh, he came in thinking he'd have this, the nucleus of a good squad and then Woodgate got sold and then a few more got sold. And mm. I think he, 
he did what he could with what he had, I think. He still had a good team, like, but when a team has been that battered for two two seasons or whatever the case was, when he came in, it was it's a little bit hard to kind of rally the troops, I guess, you know. But um, yeah. overall, like I, I quite, you know, I quite liked him in charge when he when he was announced. I was I was quite quite excited for him, really, to be fair. That's Terry yeah. Venables at the time. He was one of those players or managers where you're like, geez, yeah, all the all the top clubs seem to hire him. Like, so surely this is going to go all right. And yeah. Um, yeah. Well, they, 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 I think I think I think it only been here a week or two when we and we sold Rio to Scum, didn't we? So that was like it's it only been here literally just got through the door. And I'm pretty sure, if I remember rightly, yeah, he threatened to leave if we sold Woodgate and Risdale back down. I could don't quote me on that. I'm sure somebody in the comments will know a little bit more about that than I do. But um, mm. it was it, yeah, uh, from from memory. Um, and then we ended up selling Woodgate anyway for, for to Newcastle. So uh, no. I don't think it was in that window though. But um, but yeah, um, mixed mixed reviews on his on his time. I think we probably all had high expectations with with Terry Venables joining, um, and obviously the the team that he did actually inherit wasn't too bad. It was just the the, the course that we were on. So yeah, rest in peace, Terry Venables from yeah. from us all. Um, right then, on a less somber note, I suppose it could still be relatively somber. We'll 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 have a bit of a chat about um, about Friday night. Um, did you two do Brad in Coco? Was it the other two? No, it was me and Jay. No, it was us. Oh, it was you two. Okay, so in which what case, did you think of it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I I, 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 know, I, I knew it was you two because I watched it. Uh, but I just get <laughs> my, my mind just goes all over the shop. But I was I went on Joe's and did the final words. So I've had my say on it, but I didn't think it was that bad. Like I I don't think I think there was things missing, and I think there was things mm. we could have done better. Um, but. We were never really out of control in that game until the mis- you know the the the, the calamity uh, and the and the 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 mistakes that that we made um, mm. leading to their goal, which was the only time they really threatened. Actually, that's not the only time they threatened because Cooper had to play one off the line, didn't he? Um, but yeah, we weren't at the races, and look, it's not an easy place to go, the New York ground or New York Stadium or whatever yeah. they call it. Um, and 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 that's quite apparent. Ipswich failed to win there, Saints failed to win there. Um, and and, and we we you know it's not it's not a nice place to go. And on a Friday night as well. Yeah, I thought it was a bit detrimental to us having it on a Friday night, especially with three of our starters having been playing international games prior to that, only on was it Tuesday or something like that, you know. So I look the main thing is Fark didn't really kick up a stink about when the game was on so he, he clearly had confidence in the players coming back from international duty and the players within the squad so if he if he was if he felt hard done by I'm sure he would have said it but he seems and definitely comes across as one of those managers who's who's not really going to sit there and sulk about when a game is played depending on when his international players are coming back you know and he didn't really kick up a stink about Rudder coming back kind of a bit cracked early. Um I you know, I I think it was a good forty minutes where we probably should have been absolutely out of sight. But you know, it's uh, yeah. It'll be a completely different game at Ellen Road. We know that, don't we? Do you know? It's mm. they're a club that 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 like to get up and spoil and 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 just you know make it difficult. They're, they're an old school 
Um, for an old school, um, old school side, and yeah, pretty much it did ex- what we expected. You know, the, the, the grass, um, the grass wasn't great. You know, the pitch. It, just, it, it was just a. It felt like a almost a cup game. Could it? Could it, w- w- Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It did yeah. have that kind of chaotic feel about it in spots, like especially in the second half. I thought. Like, well, their goal kind of epitomised what the game was like overall, in, in a sense, where it was just messy. No control over large parts of the play in the second half. Just kind of... It seemed like we were going through the motions to get to a certain point in the game where we then came to life. It was like the last 10 minutes we sort of went, whoa, right, okay, we need a goal here. And then we just burst into life. And it was like, why, why, why not do that for... The previous 35 minutes like you know it's uh, it could have been i mean it could have quite easily been three or four nil at our time couldn't it jay easily like it could yeah and it, it should have been really and that's one of our issues at the moment we don't seem to be putting chances away enough it's really frustrating it's like that lucky goal that they got shouldn't have even really mattered in the in the grand scheme of things and it's just another example where we seem to think oh we're cruising here and take our foot off the gas and that's really worrying. Mm. No, I think I think I mean I, I think it's a fair point. I mean, you look at you look at Plymouth. We we would went two 0 up in that game and sat mm. back. Even even go as far as say I know we were four 0 up at this stage, but even Huddersfield in the second half when we came out a bit a bit lapsed and and a yeah. bit you know. But I think I think there's a mix, and I, we spoke about this um, on the final word. I think there's a a mixture of feelings and a mixture of instructions. Mm. So I, I I have a feeling Farker told them to take the foot off the gas against Huddersfield. Don't get injured. Don't don't do anything daft. Get through, you know, go through the motions and let's bring the points home. And, and you can understand that for that game. Yeah, but now that's very easy to then to be mis misinterpreted, I suppose, when you go up in games. So mm. is he is he that and I think this is up to, up to him to get the point across to to the team that actually, when you go Absolutely. one or two nil up, I'm not telling you to take the foot off the gas. Four nil at home to Huddersfield is a different kettle of fish to going two nil up and one nil up away from yeah. home. Um, but that I, I think I suppose that's very difficult to manage, especially with such a young playing squad as well. You know, yeah, they're still they're still learning the majority of them. They're not at their peak, and and ultimately, if they've been told in one game to take your foot off the gas when you're winning, it's very hard to then forget that and 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 and, and you know habits are formed. Is, yeah. but, um, I don't think we can blame Fark too much for it. I think I think the players have to take a lot of um, a lot of the flack from from Friday night. I just felt they looked mm. lab- a little bit laboured, which is fair enough. You know, they've, they've played a lot of games. Archie Gray, bless him, he, he, his legs have done some some serious miles this season so far. They haven't. Um, but yeah, all in all, I don't think it was a bad point, and especially when you look at Ipswich getting beaten as well, it's still a point closer to them. Um, but it could have been three. <sighs> It's, it's hard to take. I mean, there's a comment from Andy Aylaw here, and he says, um, typical shitty championship game. We're going to have a few this season. That's absolutely true, and there's going to be more games like that. Problem for us is because we had that kind of first month that's a write-off. So yeah. these games hurt us more than they would do if we'd not had a month where we lost games that we shouldn't have because of the turmoil. And so it means that we all panic a bit more than we would. We're all a bit more, oh, shit, more points dropped, you know. We'd probably not be so worried about it had we not lost a couple of those earlier ones if we'd had a settled team to start the season, you know? We'd just be like, ah, yeah. oh, fuck's sake. 
now we're a bit like, oh shit, we've done it again. We've dropped points again from a game that we should have won. And, you know, we, we can't be looking any further than playoffs for me when we're doing stuff like this quite regularly. Are you kidding? Yeah. No, I'm not kidding at all. We, If we're going to keep doing this, then we're going to struggle to get any higher than third place. Think, if we can stamp this out, then, you know, it's not over at this point. By any means, but, but but we know we know what the championships like, Jay. I think I think I mean look at look at Leicester. They got beat by us and then got beat by who was it the week after? Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough yeah. the week after, and then, they did, yeah. and then you they look did. at you look at Ipswich. They got beat by West Brom the other night, and they went two now two down to Rotherham and probably should have lost and managed yeah. to get a point. And then and then they they went two down to Birmingham as well and probably should have lost. Um, what I'm saying is, if if they're so far ahead. If we keep throwing points away when we're in positions where we should be getting all three, then it's going to cost us, and I don't see us catching them. If we can stamp that out, then yeah, you know, sky's the limit. But if we can't, I would have agreed with you, Jay. Had we not beaten them both, I think Mm. I would probably agree. I've agreed with you because we'd have been further away, and there'd have been there'd have been sort of daylight between. But seven points is 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 nothing over however many games we've got left. What is it? 30 games left or something, 28 games left or something. Yeah. But you can't make played. that up if you're throwing points away. That's what I'm saying. But That's the other thing no, but, but we have, Jay, we made a point up. Well, we did, yeah, but we're still seven behind, so you can't keep hoping that they're going to slip. We have to do our jobs. See, I I, I think, I know what you're, you're both saying, and I think, I I, I looked at the, 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 the Rotherham game like I looked at the Plymouth game. I was like, it's, it's not going to be an easy game. I came on here and I was saying that you know Plymouth they 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 can score goals that and we you know you even flashed it up on there Jay look they they scored average maybe two goals yeah, per yeah. game for maybe yeah, twelve probably. games or something and and mm. of those games they won and drew quite a few but Rotherham yeah. haven't lost at home they've only lost at home twice all season and that's where they're picking up most of their points so. You have to look at it, I think, from a perspective that Ipswich went there expecting to beat Rotherham. Mm. I, I I went into that game thinking this is going to be a bit of a banana skin, but I'm I, I'm I think we have enough in us to overcome it, like we did Plymouth. But then when it happens that we don't do it, it, it I don't think it's anything to freak out about. I think we should always just be looking at second place, and I think people are f- far too fixated on the top two being the top two when Leicester are just that little bit further ahead. And I think if, if we can concentrate on catching second place and then set our sights on first, but we also have to remember that this team was in turmoil up until the end of August. Mm. So you've got August, September, October. We're just at the end of November. That's three months, like where he didn't really know what he was going to be starting. Yeah, with. Yeah. And, to, to think we're in the position we're in, I, I, I think it's a, it's a very, very strong position. I think it shows that we've got great character within our squad to be able to, mm. to push on and do that kind of, uh, you know, to push that kind of play and, and to be able to have the players that look like they know what they're doing when they didn't even know who'd be playing alongside them at the end of August, you know, that kind yeah. of way. So I, I, I get what you're both saying. I do feel that, those kind of games, they're the ones where rather uh, Ipswich are slipping up as well. It's not just mm. us. They are now, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. like, and, and 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 look, Stoke result aside, um, yeah. we, we, I mean, we, we are still the form team over over the last eight games in the league. We're, we're top of the mm, form yeah. table over eight games. Um, but but look, it's a, it's a, it's a draw. 
Like, do you know what I mean? We'll see a reaction. We will see a yeah, reaction. Yeah, yeah. No, right? We I, have I, gone I every time. You. Every time that's yeah, happened. Yeah. Every time. We have. We've seen yeah. a massive I, I, reaction. I, I don't think... Boom, I... done. Stoke, the same thing. Yeah. You know? I don't. I didn't feel as down as a lot of people did, and I can. I know, mm. know social media is the worst place to ever go after after a, a, a disappointing result. So I would say, um, it is the worst place to go. And you read some some of the things, man. Our 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 fan base is so bloody bipolar. Is it's unbelievable? Some of the things you yeah. read, like honestly, the same people writing this, like writing one week that Farker is God to the next week saying he should be sacked. You know, it's know. It's, know. it's painful. It is a painful. I, I'm not worried, I, and even even that is going to happen more than once this season, where we're going to drop points from from a team we, we expect to beat. And sim- yeah, simple absolutely. as that. And, and the, soon, the sooner we accept that, because we've been in the championship, we know what it's about, and the top teams don't win every game. If you won every game, it'd be too you know it'd be, it'd yeah, be yeah. quite straightforward. Um, so yeah, I just think um, uh, yes, I just think. Uh, sorry, my, my computer just looked like it was going to start. Uh, I looked like I was getting hacked by somebody, you know. When I, I'll yeah, your audio like, cut for like a half second and then yeah, yeah. back. Yeah, uh, bit weird. Um, but yeah, I'm 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 Police. positive. I, I still I still saw enough in that game to you know to to identify and to warrant us still being well in that title in the hunt for the title. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 look, you were Fark even said it like Rutter was playing at what 85, 90%. He wasn't even fully fit and he still started him. Like I'm not sure what that says about poor old Paddy, like, but when you look at the the fact that Rutter wasn't even I don't think he had by any way close to his best game for us. I don't think he even I think that may have been one of his worst games if you kind of look after the the through ball for Somerville what else did he really do like you know so yeah th- th- these are these are factors we have to take into account and like luke said there he's not worried i'm i'm not worried at all i genuinely am not like i don't think that's going to be the 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 start of any kind of serious blip like we've got swansea at home and we've got bleeding coventry at home or not coventry um middlesbrough on saturday to win those folks like, all forgotten about yeah, yeah, the two winnable yeah, games. Right. Like I, I, I wouldn't be as cocky or confident going into them as I probably would have been previous games, perhaps like mm-hmm. Sheffield Wednesday or something like that. But I still think that's a they're two very winnable games for us, especially at home. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Completely agree. Um, let's move on to uh, just very quickly. Thank you, everybody, for wishing me a happy birthday. It is my twenty first birthday today, so uh, Cheers, I've Luke. been. Cheers. I haven't got beer. I forgot to get beer uh, before we started because I was rushing around. I've had kids' parents evening and whatever going on tonight. So, um, yeah, I've celebrated like an old bastard and not done anything at all. Um, but we'll done. make up for that. We'll make up for that this weekend at the Apollo Junction gig, won't we, boys? Oh, we will indeed. Jesus yes, Christ! Yes. Yeah, I forgot about um, that. But yeah, yeah. We'll die. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, so yeah, uh, yeah. Let's move on quickly. Gilly sent me the uh, predictions over no change at all, which right. leaves Brent top on twenty five, Gilly twenty, Smarty sixteen, Cal and I both on fifteen, fans on nine, and Jay still holding us up on six at the bottom. There, good job. You got strong legs in it, Jay. It is, man. <laughs> I won it last season. I don't need it. <laughs> hey, you're Are only you as good as this for... season. Yeah, you know, I, I don't care. your uh, your crown or your title, Jay. No. You're not oh, 
I didn't get any kind of <laughs> celebration when I won it, so what's the point? Well, I was just like brushed if, under the hey, carpet. I'd make sure I got a celebration if I won it, but I've never yeah, been Yeah, I know, mate, yeah. I've not I've been, been close, close apart from this season. I mean, it was kind of your fault. I didn't get a celebration, Luke, so we probably shouldn't go there. Well, why? <laughs> <laughs> because we were going to do the end of season pod and then you fucking disrupted it all, didn't you, when you... Said you couldn't be asked with it and stuff. You know. I, but we did try doing it about three weeks after the season ended. Yeah, it's just Let's not the same, is it? It's not the same. Is that when Gilly came on and slammed his laptop shut and everything? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we can laugh now because we're all over. We can it. now, we can yeah. Um, right then, let's move on to this the, the new segment of the week and the new segment that, that Smarty introduced, actually, which I quite like. Mm. Yo, has got a shit tech this week, my little spatter fact. <laughs> I love that. Brennan's right. bit for the summer. Brennan's bit has got a I... shit tech this week, my old spatter fart. He's got <laughs> such a fucking funny accent there. It's brilliant. So I'm going to go last this week, and I'm going to let you guys... In fact, I'll start with you, Carl, and I'd like to hear what your... What the biggest shit take you've seen, whether it be online or or, or something related to football that you've seen this week? Um, well, I I was listening to the radio on the way home, and I never really thought about it before. And I was like, I've watched it a few times, and the uh, the presenter basically said uh, he felt that the ref what or mic'd up. Uh, where they do VAR decisions and they explain it out. He said it seemed very scripted. And uh, I kind of got me thinking, it was like, it, it is very scripted and it is a fucking shit take to put something like that on the TV when we can all see with our own eyes that it's the worst shit decision on the planet. And I thought to myself, I'm not going to watch it anymore. Fuck it. So, yeah, that's that's my shit take of the week. Um, just on that, Carl, like I, I've only I've noticed that they've only actually released this audio when when it suits them as well. I don't know if mm. anyone else has noticed. They don't do it every yeah, week, yeah. do they? They told us that's they were going to release them all, didn't they? Yeah, and that that's why it seems very staged because they're not actually releasing the stuff that um, people want to see and people want to talk about and see broken down into the small little bits like but it's pure shite like there's absolutely no need for it and that that probably is a shit take of the week that whenever they do it <laughs> nah i i don't think it's a great take jay have you got anything for us this week i know you don't like to be pushed for something that you don't like to do but let's just see if you've got anything planned <laughs> I, I don't mind doing it, mate. I just I, I need Yay! a bit more notice, really. It's just uh, I don't. You've really had a week. Much... We did it last week, Jay. So you've had you've had a week. Yeah, I know. I thought it was going to be the host who picked a shit take, and we talked about it. And um, yeah, it just it might end know. up like that, Jay. We do what the fuck we like on here. We do. Close the pod, like, like, you know what I mean. I don't really have a shit take, as in an opinion, off Twitter, which I think this is what this is meant to be. But I've got the thing Gilly mentioned in our chat about uh, the IFAB. Agreeing in principle to testing 10 minute sin bins, cynical <laughs> fouls in elite competitions. And uh, yeah, I, I can't get my head around that. I mean, it just, it's just, you can, can you imagine the, the ramifications if a team loses out a Champions League place because someone got incorrectly sin binned? Or, you know, players who don't want to be at a club got a bad attitude, they just commit a foul and get 10 minutes rest. Yeah, I just, I, I, 
they, they'll be more diving because people try to get other players sin binned. What happens if you get to a point where you get like three, four players sin binned? Does the game get called off? So I think I think um I think the sin binning is more for the surrounding of the referee and dissent. It says yeah. cynical fouls on oh, the press release. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh fuck! Right. Well, well, I, I I only read. I have to admit, Jay. I only read the opening line or two, and and I, mm. and it was around the, only the captain approaching the referee. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which meant which led I so, suppose led me to assume that it was for surrounding and and asking for bookings and that sort of thing. I'd but, be all right with that. It works in rugby. Yeah, yeah. man. I, look, that I might think, come I up think... like rugby, so we can hear him. Yeah, I've yeah. I, I, see, I don't, I don't know. I don't know about a sin being in. Well, I don't because you're, you in in rugby. It's quite easy to to shift your your positioning and and, and who plays where. It's quite easy, and and players yeah. can almost play anywhere. But if your goalkeeper gets sin bin, for instance, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, you know, it's it's just very very tough. Um, I just I don't know. I just don't know how it'll work, and I don't I don't understand why they've decided to introduce it. I mean, is it starting now? Is it with immediate as early effect? as next season? They're looking at. Ah, yeah. Right, okay. So they're not introducing it now. So so, so what's that? Yeah. They'll probably do probably do what they did with VAR and make a right big mess of it to start with, which will be a fucking nightmare for everybody. Um, yeah, that I don't know. No, Go I've on, not read enough to know, but I don't know if it's like. Because they're saying for cynical fouls, does that mean they're going to give you that instead of sending you off for being last man? Does the does the red card offence then change? Does it become something more? Does it have to be violent conduct, you know? Or does it come somewhere in between a yellow card and a sin bin? In which case, do you get a yellow card and a sin bin if it's above a yellow card? You know, it's just fucking stupid. Do you know what? Just a small bit, like, is that generally they're, they'd always try it out at a major tournament initially before implementing yeah, yeah. leagues and unless they do it at the Euros in the summer this and, and and then start it straight away that's 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 a big step in in a direction that I don't think a lot of football fans want to go mm. to be fair and even but if they do think... that it doesn't mean it'll happen do you remember how, how long did the um the accurate added on time last yeah but the other thing got about well, three game weekends of it and then it stopped like I I think what this gives is the referees another out you know mm. at the moment another way of not having to make a decision yeah and i think if the referees grew some balls and started brandishing yellow cards whenever anyone mm. anyone gave them guff like then that would stamp it out straight away anyway yeah no because oh i can't send a liverpool yeah, player off yeah if he's ooh, you're gonna grief, be upset book him and if he gives you more grief send him off did the, the only way you're going to stamp out the dissent and all that is to be harsher with the yellow cards, whether the players mm. like it or not. If you stamp it out from the get-go, you're not going to have that issue, and this whole sin bin shit goes away. It's just yeah. it's just a way for referees not to make, take responsibility inside in game situations. Like, every time they go to VAR, they give mm. a penalty. I've never yeah. seen one ref grow a pair of balls and go, you know what? Harry Wilson last night, he's dived there. He's looked mm. for that penalty. That's not a penalty. I'm not giving up. Don't care. Carry on. Not once have I seen that. And this this bleeding thing now is 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 going to give them less responsibility. Yeah, it is. It's because Jamie, Carl, Jamie likes it when you get firm. I think he I think it does <laughs> things to him. Uh, 
<laughs> Make that what you will. Um, the thing, the thing for me, I think around this is 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 the continuation of trying to over police a sport, and it and it's mm. having, it, it ends up having mm. uh, an adverse effect and and ruining the game. VAR has ruined football. Yeah. No matter what you say. I mean, I'm going to go. I have three shit takes this week, and I'm going to go through them all really, really quickly <laughs> because I have three of them. Um, the first one was the VAR from 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 the Wolves game, if anybody saw it. Um, and the referee went into the changing room with the Wolves coach after the game and said, Yeah, if, if it had sent to the screen, I'd have overturned that, first of all. Mm. But it didn't get sent to the screen. And then right, he said, okay. And then the Semedo, I mean, it was just an absolute catalogue of comedy of errors it was it was just stupid absolutely fucking stupid um all I of expect pretty, anything much all less. Of, pretty much all of the decisions went in fulham's favor uh mm. and not one of them in 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 wolves and i'm starting to actually see do you remember when wolves were saying London it's always us? yeah the bias and that oh yeah, yeah, yeah we were like fuck off wolves it's fucking never it's us more than you yeah, that yeah, sort yeah. of thing but but like, quite recently i'm got, i'm beginning to see that but but yeah vr has ruined football you celebrate a goal I celebrate a decision and then you've got to wait 20 seconds or even often up to two or three minutes for a decision mm. to celebrate yeah. it or be let down. It just ruins the continuation of the sport. That's same it. with this. Same with this. It's going to, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's, it's a rule that's been brought in to try and support, support the officials more than anything to give them more power, but not enough to send them off. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, it's an almost, it's almost an orange card by the sounds of it. So it's not, you yeah, know, yeah, it's not exactly. Red. Yeah. Um, so yeah, absolute bollocks for me. Uh, the second one is actually one that that Top Banana's already mentioned. Um, Everton fans moaning about their ten point deduction, <laughs> um, uh, and and so we making... had them last week, didn't we? Yeah, we've had them on like, last week. They're so going to be a fixture only... on here this season. Yeah, only fair to mention them idiots again. Uh, and I know we do have one or two Everton fans who come and watch this, so it'll be it'll be interesting to hear your um, your thoughts on. On the flyovers and the flyers and the guy who ran into uh, London on his day off to shower a door. But yeah, that's the second one. Yeah, and then and and then my final one, and I think this is the biggest biggest shit take of the week is having to educate every every other fan base on Twitter's every other fan base on Twitter whose club does not agree to reciprocal pricing. It's becoming. Tedious, tire, tiring, and boring—quite boring because mm. they, they, I, I, that people don't want to believe something, even if people don't want to believe the truth. It's as simple as that. Like you can mm. put something in black and white in front of somebody, and their beliefs are so strong about their football club, or even religion. I mean, I'm not going to go into religion or politics and stuff, but generally speaking, within within social media, that's how it works. People have a, a belief, and mm. and they stick to it regardless of what mm. facts you put in front of them. Um, yeah. So yeah, this reciprocal fat pipe. Pl- 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 <laughs> can't speak. I can't speak. Um, this reciprocal p- pricing bollocks is just getting on my tits. It started with dog botherers and Coventry have jumped on the bandwagon now. The thing with Coventry is they have actually g- gifted their fans back the difference mm. in a gift card. But this is the best part: <laughs> they can't spend it until after Christmas. <laughs> and they must spend, and they must spend at least sixty pounds to get this additional seven pounds back. Yeah, they have a minimum. In club shop. Oh, and they still brilliant. can't see they're having the wool pulled over their eyes. They're thick that is, bastards. That is yeah. vintage Massimo Cellino behavior. Is that? That is, isn't it? With the pie and, oh, and drink yeah. tax. Yeah. So, and you can see why people say sent to Coventry. 
like why would you get you know what I mean it's just absolute yeah. berserk and and yet Fucking you still hell. got people defending them to the to, just to the to the very end with with sword in their hand and, and literally saying no this is Leeds fault I even had a chef Wednesday fan pipe up saying it's Leeds's fault I was like your dearest tickets are 59 quid a game <laughs> and your bottom of the league are they actually? Haven't scored yeah, I've been yeah. scored Jesus. seven or eight goals all season for six points, and you're giving it. You're basically League One and charging them prices. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this reciprocal price and bollocks. Uh, fair play to Preston, though. I will say to anybody from Preston, fair play who have agreed reciprocal pricing and given us five and a half thousand tickets. Yeah, that's so it. The Boxing Day fixture is that a Boxing Day fixture? Yeah, I think it is, isn't it? No way, yeah. So yeah, that's it off my chest. It's, it's mad, isn't it? It's mad. I do, like we've offered all clubs this deal. So if there's a club that's not getting the deal, it's because they've not agreed. And I saw that idiot on Twitter who was saying, "Oh, Leeds are not big enough to charge forty-five quid. You're not big enough." And they were completely missing the point that we won't be charging forty-five quid if they charged us the same back. They that's just don't thing. get it. They think they think it's all right for them to charge us like thirty-five or forty quid or whatever, but we can't charge forty-five because we're not big enough. Isn't that thing? Um, didn't they, they mention in that Coventry press release where they were saying that uh, Leeds wouldn't do reciprocal pricing, be, even though they wouldn't lower their fan their own fans' ticket prices when they'd be paying more than the Coventry fans on the day? And it was like, what kind of a fucking point is that to make? Mm, like that, that that's that's retarded. Like you can't like anyway. Coventry fans enjoy your fucking. <laughs> Seven pound discount voucher, you twat. <laughs> Enjoy your forty-five pound ticket and and, and make Ooh. sure you sell out now because you'll be slaughtered oh, for that God, as imagine, well. Imagine they don't sell out as well. So <laughs> Leeds, and Leeds Leeds sell their additional tickets at that price. You mm. know what I mean? It'd just be fucking. Which we will. Yeah, yeah, yeah that'll yeah. be it. Like, um. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna start a quick poll and put everybody's shit take of the week in there, and we'll have a quick vote. See, we see which wins the shit take of the vote. All right. Shit take of the week. Uh, so that's now live on YouTube. If you are watching on YouTube, you'll be able to vote on the shit take of the week. Um, and, yeah, we'll decide at the end whoever wins gets a pint bought from this weekend uh, between us. Yeah? All right. Uh, yeah, okay. And let's do that. Let's do that. Um, fucking win. Right then. Uh, next part of the show. It's been that long since I've hosted. What do we do next? Is Do we look forward to... to Swansea and well, Middlesbrough normally we'd or? have started ages ago with predictions from previous game, then we'd have all this chat, then we'd do predictions for the next game, wouldn't we? Or we could do next game chat, then predictions. Next game depends, chat first, depends who's hosting right. and who does it. Yeah, let's do it my way. Um, We're fairly oh, yeah. loose and free with the old routine now at this stage, lads. Right? That's it. We just, you know, we can we can just play it by ear on this podcast. Yeah, we can do wing it. Everyone else does. So then, let's let's we might as well look to, look to both games. Obviously, the press conference has said that everybody now, apart from the long term injuries, mm. Stuart Dallas, etc., are back to full fighting strength, which includes Jed Spence, uh, uh, Liam Cooper, uh, Jorginho Ruta, and everybody else, I believe. Uh, so, so yeah, I mean, we've already spoke briefly that we're going to expect a bit of a reaction. Um, especially being back at Ellen Road under the lights. I know yeah. there is going to be a minute's applause before the game for Eltel and then obviously the 11th minute as well. 
Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. For, um, Speed. For, for, for Gary Speed as well. Yeah. So, um, But yeah, let's, let's talk more about what we expect to see then. I mean, in terms of, in terms of the lineup, Jay... Mm. Does Archie Gray get a rest for you? Where, where is he? Do we do we bring Jed, Jed Spence straight in? Nah, he he starts from the bench for me. Does Spence? I don't think you just drop him in, especially not when Archie's played as well as he has recently. Mm. I think Archie's earned his place out. there. Yeah, he's there on merit. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think that would give Jed Spence a little bit more recovery time, a little bit more time training to maybe start at the weekend and give Archie a break at the weekend then? Or Possibly. do we think Archie's cemented in that place until he does something wrong? Because what do we think? I don't think cemented. I think I think it's his to lose. But at the same time, I think if there's a call to rest him now, Farker might do because he's got an actual top-level option who's as good or better than Archie Gray in that position. But I don't think you throw him out of the team and just chuck Spence in just because he's fit. Like, oh, cheers, Archie. Sit yourself down now. I think I think for me though the versatility of having somebody like Archie Gray on the bench yeah. resting um, because he can play, we know how good he is in central midfield as well um, mm-hmm. can come on at right back and do a, do a, do a grand job there. Yeah, um, I'd be tempted to rest him and and bring Jed Spence in. I would. Fair enough. I think. I mean, I just won't want to see. I won't want to see Spence push too hard, too quick, and get some kind of muscle strain or something like that. Do you know what I mean? And I think Farker will probably feel the same way. I reckon maybe ten minutes at the end for Spence. I don't think yeah. he'll. I don't think he'll get more than that. I could be wrong, but that's that's my gut feeling on it. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting, Carl. What are your thoughts on the Jed Spence? Then did we, did we, he's obviously class, isn't he? He's a, he's a class above. Yeah. We saw him. Did we? Was it the Chef Wednesday game? He came on for a, for a brief cameo and did that last last ditch tackle, wasn't it? Uh, and prevented yeah. a shot on target after he'd lost after somebody had lost the ball, sort of midfield. Um, Thoughts? I I I I kind of agree with what Jay is saying there. I I'd, I'd maybe go along with the whole, like we've got Swansea Middlesbrough at home now. I think go along with the, mm. give them twenty minutes at the end. Give Archie a rest. Maybe move Archie into midfield and take Ampadu out because Ampadu's played a lot of international football, mm. and have Archie and Bleed uh, uh, and Kamara in there. Kamara. And uh, maybe swap it around there, give him twenty minutes, and then gradually bring him back into the fold, and and then at least Archie's not getting overplayed, perhaps, and then you know we can ease Spence into the the role that he was brought in for, because I don't think anyone's going to settle in straight away after being out since. Yeah, it says he's out since Sheffield Wednesday, essentially, isn't he? Like so, mm-hmm. I think like two uh, months, doesn't it? Yeah, I think gradually is is what's best. Like mm-hmm. he's. It, I know Rob Price knows what he's doing or whatever, like. But I think Archie, they re- like he didn't play 
how he didn't play every game now with the elite squad when he was away on the international break. So he's he's kind of rested now for these kind of these next three games, perhaps where you slowly phase Spence into the team at, at, at right back and then rotate probably one of the two lads every now and again for Archie and and just have them fresh legs because. I did mention a few few weeks ago that I I felt we were losing that impetus going forward, where Archie would pick the ball up and because he's so young and he has he mm. doesn't have any fear he's proper going at players and I yeah, think yeah. then that that naturally puts him in the ten role when he gets forward far enough and he can pick a pass, but then the options we have off the ball with the runners in in between the 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 centre backs and the full backs is absolutely unreal. So mm. you know so these are options that we can have, but we can also not kind of drop Archie from it completely and, and, and phase him, not out, but phase him into a scenario where he's one of the most influential players when he does get those mm. 25, 30 minutes perhaps in the second half or start in certain games, you know? Because we've got yeah. two games coming up, Cal, would you um, move Archie into midfield at the expense of Kamara for the next game or would you just take Archie out and put Spencer right back? For Middlesbrough, well, no, I'd, 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 well, I'd probably start introducing Spence tomorrow night if I'm honest. And no, that's what I mean. But I mean, if you bring Spence on as a sub tomorrow, mm-hmm. so he could start against Middlesbrough, presumably. I, I, I would you start do that? Against, no, I would wouldn't you start him against okay. Middlesbrough. Right. No, I'd, I'd, I'd personally give him two thirty minute spells, perhaps. Two what? And, and two. <laughs> <laughs> two thirty minutes spells. <laughs> you're you're a good you sport, man. You're a quick there. Um, yeah, I'd probably give him two thirty minute spells, and then just uh, after that, then I think it's bleeding Blackburn away. Stick him straight in for Blackburn. Interesting. Because that that's just it's, the way I do it. It's a nice headache to have, and it's one we've not mm. we've not had at Leeds for, for some time. And and we're not even mentioning Luke Ayling, you know, who's been a great servant to the club. Like, you yep. know, but yeah, that's not even bringing him into the mix. So, um, yeah, good. It good almost feels bad, that doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah. It does feel a bit. From a, feels a bit from dirty. A it feels like you're cheating on him, doesn't it? Yeah, um, <laughs> but it, it is let, the way it should be at this point. It is. Let's yeah. let's move on to the centre backs then. So, assuming. Stroke and Rodon start because they're both fit. You've got to start them both at centre back, haven't you? You know, Liam oh, Cooper, unfortunately, absolutely. great servant, drops straight back. Yeah. Just a quick question: Who's who's who was at fault predominantly for the goal that Rotherham scored at the weekend? Because everybody's got a different view on this. And I, no I, think, I think about four or five players. Yeah, I, I <laughs> there, there I was no one person. Like there were like three different things that happened. Like the yeah. ball fell a certain way that were quite fortunate. Somebody got a foot to it, which. In, in isolation wasn't a bad thing to do, but it made it fall, particularly. Yeah. I wouldn't really have a go at him for that. And then somebody else, I don't know if it was, was it in the comments on the BNC? But somebody was like having to go about Melier is near post. And for me, the way that that all happened, it wasn't, you can't really blame him for that. That's not like someone bearing down on goal and he's set and he's set the wrong way. You know what I mean? It's, it's a split second thing and he's tried to save it. And it's just one of them for me. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, so yeah, we we got strike and uh, Rodon then at centre. I've just thought, you know, we could line up tomorrow with three ex Swans, three of three three of the best of recent mm. Swansea players mm. playing for us uh, in Piro, James, and uh, and Rodon. So Rodon, yeah. Uh, imagine being that's almost like us lining up against Raf Phillips and 
I don't know who else has been pretty good for us and left recently. Click. But now the rest of them were shit. Click, say, click, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But line up, imagine being a fan of a football club where you've actually produced those players mm. or, or found those players and they've been so good for you and then they're lining up against you. They must be shitting yeah. themselves a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it would feel a bit like you've gone backwards, wouldn't it, as well, facing like three year ex players are on the up with another yeah. side. Yeah. Oh, right yeah, then, we've got centre backs. Yeah. Go on, sorry, Carl. No, no, Go on, quick. Uh, no, it's fine. <laughs> Left back then. Is Sam Byron fit? I think I'm guessing he is. It must be. He said everyone were fit, didn't he? Yeah. yeah, apart from the long Sam Byron. Sam Byron's straight in for me if he's fit. Oh, yeah. Well, same. Fair, fair I, I, fuck I, off. I, he was on the bench well, the last I, day and Furpo started. Yeah, well, I I think people have been really harsh on Furpo. I don't think he's done much wrong since he's been playing. I'm not being harsh on him now by any means. I just, I'm just. No, I mean, I mean, JJ, the first thing Jay said then was he can fuck off. I've been on Joe's (laughs) channel and Joe absolutely hates (laughs) Furpo. He's not, I mean, don't get me wrong, he has not excelled and he's not been the left back that we thought we were signing from from Barcelona. I'll be blatantly honest. I'm not, I'm not trying to pull the wool over anybody's eyes. But if you actually watch him on a football field for this season, since he's been back, bearing in mind he had a six month layoff. And, and and since he's been back, he hasn't put a foot put that much wrong. No, he hasn't yeah, done I'm, much I'm... right either, Chris. No, I'll, I'll agree. He hasn't done much <laughs> right, but but he's very much a scapegoat. We tend to have these at Leeds United mm. as fans. There is always one or two players. If it's not Bill, it's yeah, it's, it's the old guy, it's Cooper, or you know, Click was it for a, for for a short time. Bamford is often a scapegoat as well. We seem to have these, and it goes it goes in, in every in, fan base in, does. Yeah, in droves. But but actually, if he does get if if he does play this weekend, or, or sorry, tomorrow night, just actually watch what he does because his movement and that is really good and his passing's pretty good. The only thing he can't do is a left back who can't defend. Yeah. <laughs> so he always looks dodgy. He look I, I'm dodgy not I'm not laying into him or having a massive go at him. I just think Byron's better, so I want him there. If no, no, fit. absolutely. Byron Byron's so difficult to get past, to dribble past to yeah. uh, he, he he's solid, isn't he? And he'll turn and up in box a... and power a header in or get a crossing. If you know, he he does everything. He's got like... that championship experience as well, which yes, let's be honest, point. you you can bang on about it going, oh, but it, it does matter in this league having that experience. It it really, really does, knowing the grind. Like so we've got a center two centre backs who know the grind of getting out of that league. Like even like Rodan's not obviously gone up or anything, but he knows the grind on it. Like mm. and strike strike's gone up with us and he knows what it takes to get out, like and so and is Melia. So, yeah, and then you've yeah. got Byram's. That's that's a solid, solid back line and Archie Gray. So what you're saying is long. we've got some grizzled championship bastards. Yeah, but we've we've got those <laughs> same grizzled championship bastards with Premier League experience as well. Yeah, yeah. And, Can't and go wrong, can you? Well, that's got to that's got to count for something, you know. Yeah, yeah, fair. Um, but but Farker did come out and say that he's got two very good left backs today. And now I know mm-hmm. one of them is Sam Byram. Uh, he must have been talking about Furpo, <laughs> but uh, I'm sure I'm sure many would many would disagree. <laughs> um, moving forward, then we know who's going to be in midfield. Either, but yeah, I mean it's going to be probably Ampadu. Am- did Ampadu? Ampadu on, did he Ampadu play for them or was it Cardiff? Did he go from? He was Cardiff, wasn't he? He started at Exeter and then went somewhere. Chelsea. I think it was Chelsea. Yeah, Chelsea. And yeah, Chelsea he was in I just assumed. Chelsea and I'm... bouncing around on loan. Yeah, I, I don't in know. In Italy twice. Down, down there. Anyway, yeah, um, yeah Ampadu and, and Kamara. Then then we've got 
obviously Somerville will play one side because he's the informed man. I assume Piro and Ruta. Yeah. Nine and ten. And yeah, then who plays on, on the other wing for you? Uh, Piro and Ruta, nine ten. So which wing have we already picked? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Oh, okay. Um so you've got the choice of Willie, you've oh, got Anthony, or you've got Dan James. I feel really bad for saying this, but I'd probably put Anthony and Willie on. Hang on a minute, you've only got one oh. wing. Yeah? You said you not picked either wing when I asked you just then. No, no, no we... I said it didn't matter which wing, just pick which a wing wing because we've already oh, got right, okay. Somerville. Yeah. Go on then. Um you drop oh. Somerville. Hang on a minute. Let's just let's just readdress that. No, no, that went completely out of my head. I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't drop Somerville at all. No, ignore me. Ignore his me mouth that. his mouth I'd started have, talking um, before his brain could engage. Basically, yeah. I'd have Somerville <laughs> on one side and I'd have Willie on the other, I think. He started to look a little bit like he's interested again as Nonto, and yeah. James didn't have a great game. It, it wasn't it wasn't bad, but I just I don't know. I I'd, I'd like to see Willie probably replace him for this one, just Would see you know? what happens. Yeah. <laughs> um what about <laughs> for you, Carl? I, I think Somerville and Willie. I think uh Willie has started showing flashes of mm. why we what he what he produced last season in, in spells and whatnot. And I think when because we've been so on the front foot in the first half of pretty much every game that we've played this season, we've only seen Willie since he's been back from injury coming on when we've needed to defend, when we've needed mm. to, to look like we need to hold on to a lead or we've we've never been overly creative when, when Willie has been on. It's it you know, and I think if we can give him forty five to you know, maybe obviously 50, 55 minutes, but just give him a chance to yeah. play in a squad in a side that 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 looks like they're going to play some football and mm. and 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 give him that opportunity because he hasn't had that proper opportunity to be to be put on in an attacking kind of force where it it's it's going to pay off since his his he's come back from injury for me yeah yeah fair i i'm going to go against the green here. i don't think willie's done any enough to earn a start yet and i think dan jim does uh and playing against his old club you know what you know our lightning strikes yeah and, and all that sort of stuff. I think he's um, earned the rest, though. Yeah, look, he's it, open to debate. That's why we're here. If it wasn't, we wouldn't be talking about it. Oh, so, no, that's it. Um, yeah, Dan James has had a, a cracking, cracking season oh, so far. Um, yeah, don't get me wrong. I, I totally agree with you. I just think we've not seen Willie in an attacking capacity for any length of time that that's going to benefit the team because he's been on the back foot for... A defending role essentially mm. most of the time when he's come back from injury. That's that's all I'm saying, and I think maybe just give him a chance for 50, 55 minutes in a in a more forward thinking, attacking minded team think, for forty five. I, I think for me though, the problem you've got when both Willie and Somerville are on the field at the same time is neither of them like to defend, whereas Dan James doesn't mind getting back. Yeah, I get that. Um. Look, they'll do it, but they won't do it every time. And you can, and you can, you can see it when you when you're in the stadium there watching. Um, you know, you can see when they're both playing and they both just stay forward, and like there's just a massive gap. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. So yeah, I can see why uh, why you both want him to play. Um, yeah. uh, it, but I mean, he's the most exciting player we've got, arguably, isn't he? It can be. 
When yeah, when it went on his terms, though, isn't it? Yeah. It can be. Somerville yeah. is at the moment. Well, Somerville and Ruta, sorry. Yeah. But will it can mm. be? To have that level of talent in a team, we should be just like running away with shit. We shouldn't be bloody struggling and bloody having to grind against teams like Rotherham and stuff. It, that's what winds me up, man. That's We've the thing so as well. Like... Sorry. Go on. Um, yeah, I think like sometimes players just hit a patch of form where, like Dan James, uh, two games, three games previous, he'd have put that ball in the back of the net. Mm. At that chance he got, yeah, he had no, he, he, like, even he would have even picked out a pass, which I think was probably the better option of the two. Mm. So, like some some players hit some kind of patch of form where their decision making isn't great or whatever the case may be. I'm not saying Dan James has hit that patch, but I'm just saying maybe take him out a bit and just throw Willie in and and just just see what happens, like. Just, just go for it. Fuck it, like yeah. Sling your willy yeah. about and see what happens. Get your willy out <laughs> on the wing. It's not that kind of shot on the wing. Um, cool. Yeah, I think, I think, I think, I think it's it's sorry, sorry, Andy. Very quickly, tomorrow's game is on the red button. Um, so we don't need visual radio. I'm, though I'm sure it might be on some visual radio somewhere, but it is on the sky red button tomorrow. Um. So, um, yeah, before we do go into the predictions, I just want to fly. We've got loads of starred comments, so I just want to uh, to fly through a quick few of them before we go on to predictions. Carl, have you, you've got a pen in your hand. You all right to say the predictions when we come on to it? Yeah, man. Cool, cool. Uh, first up, Kev, I'm a sucker for a nice Real Madrid shirt, especially with the Leeds link. Nice shirt, Luke. I've got a couple in my collection. Yeah, lovely belting shirt. Um, I've got jumped on the Bellingham hype, so I've got Bellingham on the back as well. Um, <laughs> um, Kev Marston on at the current rate, we're we're on on course for eighty six points. Now that's not probably going to be enough to be automatically promoted. So probably sort of uh, reinforces what you said, Jay, earlier, doesn't it? Really, if, if we continue, yeah, earlier, we're not going it's, to. It's it's playoffs at best. Correct. You'd like to think that we'll fare a little better than we have at times now that we're more of a settled side, um, but. Yeah, like I if, said, a stamp shout. If we win, there. if we win tomorrow, we're back on average two points a game, which will bring us mm. on to 91, 92 points, which is promotion points. So, what if we lose? Will there be a panic and a meltdown? It'd be ninety points at two points a game. Why don't you play forty-five games? Yeah, average. Mm. Like, so you're not, you're not. Oh no, you play forty-six games. Sorry, game. so it'd be ninety-two. Yeah, Why would you play forty-five? So, That's an odd number. Yeah, yeah, it's 92. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. You know, we're, if we win tomorrow night, we're back on for that that kind of that kind of. Did anybody goal. see the graphic the other day? I, I, did we talk about it last week? The um, sort of oh, the, yeah, was, uh, the one Gilly put it. Was it, was it you that put it in the WhatsApp? Like it might, it might have been, I think. Yeah, you but, were Gilly, uh, I think, wasn't it? Basically, the teams that are overperforming, underperforming, basically Leicester and Ipswich have well overperformed to this stage to, to where they, they expected. Uh, and we're actually mm. on par. So had they not had such a mental start to the season, we'd probably be we'd be in the top two already. But anyway, that's 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 that doesn't matter. We're not. So um Paul Brennan, we should aim still aim for top two, but it would be nice to get second. Does he mean first? I think he means don't rule out there, trying Paul. to get first. Don't rule out trying right. to get first, but it'd be nice if we get second still. I think that's Got what it means. 
Okay, yeah. Um, Paul Brennan again. It's, it is a long, hard slog in the championship. We get strange results. We have a first-class manager in Farker who knows what he's doing. Look, don't think we can disagree on that. And and look, we, no. we, whilst we, whilst whilst people can change their opinions based on a, a, a you know one anomaly and one result, then um, I'm sure one. I, I expect the same people to when and we do have a good result to actually to change their mind again. <laughs> yeah, well, um, yeah. That's how it Ken goes. we're on for 86, even after that first month. Last season, second place with 91. If we keep our form, we will hit that. Love the positivity. Um, Michael Brown, is this still the still the West Brom squad? Does anybody know? Are they still beating Cardiff? For, at it Cardiff? was a minute ago. I'll have a look. Yeah, uh, it is, yeah. yeah it's them above us on goal difference, but with us a game in hand, so look, don't worry about whether they were third or fourth. It's, we're chasing that top two for me. Um, Hull smashing Rotherham 4-1. 4-1, nice, nice. Yeah, uh, Liam, yeah, I was on I was on Max's channel. Uh, it was released earlier today. I picked my all-time Leeds 11. Uh, not my all-time, my favourite Leeds 11 that I've seen. Um, obviously, no players from the 60s there because I am only 22. Um, but, yeah, some... <laughs> go watch it. I was, I was going to actually tell me tell you my team then, but no, actually, go watch Max's video because he, he spends a lot of time creating them and it's uh, it's definitely worth a watch. That's Max at Leeds lately. Paul, again, loads of star messages from you tonight, Paul. Uh, I would play Joe Perot up front in the nine. This is this this is something we've discussed before with Jorginho yeah. behind, but... Piro, but unfortunately, Daniel Farker won't do that. Now, Daniel Farker did that 10 minute interview as to why he doesn't do that, didn't he? Um, yeah. and at the time, at the time, it all made sense because Piro was scoring a lot yeah. of goals. Um, now he's he, they seem to have dried up a little bit. Um, scored last time we played at home, he did, he did score, and he is still scoring at a decent rate for, for this league. He's still on course to hit 20 25 goals, I think, this mm. season if he continues yeah. at the, the, the continued rate. So, um, whilst I agree that I would like to see Piro with Jorginho in behind, whilst this is still working in a fashion, I don't think any, we will see any change. No, and that 15 minute answer means that he can't really change it now, he has to stick with it. Nah, <laughs> Paul Brennan's re- uh, sorry, Top Bananas replied to Paul and said they do that during games. And I just wanted to make a point on this: the games where we st- and I make it all the time. The games where we struggle is when those two are further apart and don't interchange. Mm. Where we're forced back, where there's two banks of four and they literally just defend. Piero has to cut drop short to try and do mm. something with the ball, which means he's he's not in the same position where he's arriving late and and, and yeah. scoring goals ultimately. Yeah. Um, Paul Brennan again uh, would like to see Matteo Joseph on the subs bench and get a goal, especially with two games at Allen Road. He would love it if he's scoring goals. He would he would love it. He's scoring goals for fun in the academy. What do we make of that, gents? Yeah, we've mentioned him a few times, haven't we, Carl? Yeah, I was only talking about him there on on Saturday morning. I think just saying he, he deserves a shot. Oh no, it was on with the the boys at uh, Not Another Leeds podcast. Mm, that's um, right. And uh, yeah, I'd I'd love to see him get a shot. Like he's he's absolutely banging in the goals. He's scoring for England. I don't see why he's not worth a shot. Would you not be better off putting a player like that whose confidence is sky in the team than Patrick Bamford whose confidence on the floor? Do you know what I mean? I don't. No, that that's that's when his confidence would get even lower. You don't know. No, but, I'm yeah. saying Josephine instead of Bamford. Yeah, no, that's when you don't do that. Like Bamford's what? confidence is already low. 
No, but he's a write-off. Get rid of him. He's not a write-off. We need to look at the future. Joseph's a prospect who should be getting some game time. Yeah, Jay loves I'd rather. Put what did I say? Joseph what did I say about Jay earlier? What was the first thing he said about Furpo? I'm Bamford now. Oh man, he, he was a Cooper hating bastard a couple of seasons he ago. Was. So I'd, I'd hate to, I'd hate to sit him around him, <laughs> him in the cheese wedge because I'd chin him. I think <laughs> he goes, he goes on about this old dude that sits behind him, and I bet you there's someone in front of Jay going, "This fucking morning prick." Oh, <laughs> probably, yeah, <laughs> probably, probably, probably. I'd expect nothing less. <laughs> No, I just I don't. When you've got a guy who like can't do anything right, and every time he gets involved mm. in a, a key moment, it seems to cost us at the moment. When when you need somebody else, I'd be putting Joseph in rather than Bamford. I'd, I'd give him just a break away from it all. I, th mm. I think that only happens if Bamford gets another injury. Probably, but it's what, what, what like message does that send to, to to Patrick Bamford? Firstly, if if he plays a, a you know a youth player over him, look. If he's better than him, and Farker would know if he's better than Bamford, mm. they see him every day in training. Um, then, then yeah, on merit, absolutely. But don't just give somebody a go because we think it's a good idea. Do you know what I mean? No, no, he has to earn it. He has to be because it's good enough. There's a lot to be said about Patrick Bamford and what he actually does bring to the team, and you know he still yeah, yeah. does bring bring. I, I, I said this the other day when he came on. He made more chances, albeit spooned him and was fucking all over the shop. But he actually got into better positions than Rutter had for seventy minutes when he came on for the last twenty. Um, and 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 you know we we he got his foot in the wrong place with the, with the disallowed goal and whatever else. But he was there. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You can't um, just wanna... the uh, the effort he puts in. No, no, absolutely. I just want to. Yeah. Um, I just want to address this one really, Chris. What we're saying is that actually when they do. Do that. Do what you're saying. That's when we have a lot of success. That didn't happen much against Chef Wednesday, against Rotherham, against um, who else did we struggle with? Uh, Stains even um, Stoke, yeah. and 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 when we're forced to play in their half with with with, with when they have men behind the ball, that's when we struggle because Georgie doesn't drop deep. Mm. Piro has does has to drop deep, and and Piro can't get in front of him. Can't get 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 behind him, and that's when we do struggle. Sorry, I wasn't saying that he doesn't do it at all. Um, if that's what you thought, I don't know. Mm. Um, uh, any more start? Um, no, that's it for now. Uh, so right, we'll go on to auto no better predictions. First one in the comments from the fans for Swansea from now, please. Austin, that one off there, isn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Jay, we'll take yours since you're bottom of the league. Let's go. Let you go first. But what's the Swansea score going to be? It's supposed to be the person whose top goes first, but I'll go three. Go one on then, Cal. Leads. What did oh. you say? Three one leads. Yeah. Three one. Yeah. Three one. Three one. Uh, it looks Ooh. like Jamie's gone for the same from the fans. Three one leads. Oh, he he's cursed one. me. Cal, do you want to go? Or would you like me to go first, since it's my birthday? You go first, man. Okay, I'm going to go 2-0 Leeds. See, I was going to go 2-0 Leeds as well. Do what you like, Cal. Mm, I'm going to it's be bold game, here now and go 4 I'm going to be bold here now and go 4-2. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> um... Wicked. Uh, and then we might as well do Middlesbrough. So, uh, first one in the comments from now. 
Uh, so don't ignore everything that's gone on before. Um, and we'll go the back the other way this time, Carl. So you can go first for the Middlesbrough game. Uh, two nil. I'm going to go two one leads. I'm going to go three two because they're scoring a lot. Three two um, leads, yeah. With yeah. Sam Greenwood playing, but he can't play. Well, the three up tonight, and he's only just come on in like oh, seventieth really? minute or something. Yeah, they yeah, scored yeah. three goals by thirty-seven minutes tonight. Who are they playing uh, again? Uh, Preston. Oh, Jesus, Preston, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, exactly. But no, Mugs um, Borough. Russ Vernon from the fans three nil on Saturday. Fans three nil. Uh, and sorry, Jay, what did you say, boss? Three two. All leads. All leads, aren't we? Andy all So now I've just had a bit of a thought. Go on. And this could be dangerous, but with this shit take of the week, mm-hmm. are we outdoing ourselves? Does this mean that we're no longer going to have anything for hot or no bitter? Well, there could be, like, shit take of the week is a shit take of the week. A bitter is a pure rant, like... Yeah, if you're angry about something, that's you know that's. Are either really of you angry about anything it. this week? Not particular. Anything it could be related to your to your chickens or anything. Like I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not particular. It doesn't have to be football related. Do you want to get anything off your chest, lads? Like that you really want to tell everybody, you just feel a bit better about. Not for me, no. Carl, come on, you must. Nothing's really nothing's really pissing me Carl, off. Carl, how much. about? How about instead of an auto bitter, you tell us a very quick joke, seeing as though your stand up uh, is taking off? How would you feel about that? Would you have you got a couple? Have you got a minute to tell a quick joke? Have you got a quick? No, one? I, no it's more storytelling than joke telling. Oh, so, have you got a joke? I, 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 I could, yeah, okay, yeah. Well, sure. A, a man walks into a pub with a piece of rolled up tarmac under his arm, and he goes up to the barman and he asks him for a pint, and he says, "I'll have one for the road." Fucking hell! <laughs> Jesus Christ! That was uh, yeah. That was that was Come Carl. On. That was the end of Carl's stand-up career. Well, uh, Carl, Carl, have you got a have you got a side job like writing jokes for Christmas crackers? No, that so that's fucking yeah. terrible. <laughs> Good do That's that's not a bad job, I'd imagine. Tell shit jokes in a Christmas cracker, and people buy them. Fine. Every year. Glad. Yeah. Every oh year. dear me, dear me. Um. Right then, so I, you might have noticed at the very start of the show, I didn't mention much about uh, about Gary Speed, and that's simply just a time with um, with our end bit tonight, and the end bit that we do most nights really um, is is around mental health and men's mental health. So yeah, uh, sadly, um, eleven years ago yesterday, we uh, we lost Gary Speed, and I, I don't know about you guys, but I still watch that uh, that interview with Bryn um, yeah. Bryn Law outside Ellen Road, where he says. Um, the call never came, and he just breaks down, and it still makes me cry to this day. Like just every time I see it, it just like it's heartbreaking, absolute, isn't it? Mm. absolutely heartbreaking. Best mates they were, uh, and you know, just it, I'd only text him a few hours early saying, "Was it first snow has fallen on in West Yorkshire?" He was on about Bryn's hair, and then obviously didn't didn't get a call back or whatever. But but yeah, mm. um, with that in mind, uh, Jay, do you want to take it away? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't have a up-to-date graphic for this, but I'll just throw this one up anyway because it gives you an example of what they do. But as we always mention on the, this pod at the end, uh, if you're in a tough spot, if you're struggling, if you you know you just need to talk to someone, 
stop that, Carl. This is a serious bit. <laughs> uh, there's Andy's Man Club and, uh, you know, they're here to help. There's people that will listen to you and other guys that just want to chill out sometimes, just want to get out of the house, you know, just change of environment, not stuck in the same four walls. No shame. People. and just be in an environment with other people but these are the kinds of things they do we, we're waiting for an updated graphic for december but this month alone they've done like the barber club where you can go get a haircut have a chat any sort of money raised goes to uh andy's man club uh pool snooker night at northern snooker a few games of pool and then they've got the the walk and talk at uh they had it at roundy park this time i said roundy then i said it proper roundy park um and yeah there'll be there'll be more stuff like that coming up and as it says at the bottom there all open uh friends partners everybody so you know if your mate's having a tough time get down to a meeting with him and chill out yeah. with some other guys and just see that it's not just you and it's okay to not be it's okay that, it's that time of year as well i think a lot of people do tend to struggle you know financially mm. um loneliness and stuff as well mm. so do check in on your mates and family members as well um yeah, do 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 it because it it doesn't take much just to text your one of your mates that that's been maybe been a bit quiet and just ask if they fancy going for a pint or a coffee or or a cup or something. Um, mm. you know, it's not it's it's not a, it's not a lot. You don't have to put yourself out. So, um, think that's pretty much about. Oh, really quickly, we have still got the Joel Piro uh, competition running until he gets ten league goals. Um, he could hit that this weekend. Who knows? Uh, by this weekend, he's got two games. Anything could happen. He's got. To, I think he's got six, so he only needs another four. So get on the Twitter. I think it's our pinned tweet. Get that retweeted. Comment done. Make sure you make sure you're a subscriber and do follow us if you don't already. Um, anything else, lads? Nothing from here. Looking no. forward to tomorrow night. Absolutely. Yeah. Can't yeah. wait to be there. I'll be there Saturday. I won't be there tomorrow, unfortunately. But um, yeah, I'll be joining you all Saturday. So uh, if anybody does see me and does want to buy me a birthday beer, I drink anything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, we'll end it with uh, rest in peace, Gary Speed. Uh, go on, Gary Speed. Get one yourself, son. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thank you for listening to another Autonow Better podcast, the Independent Legion United podcast. You can engage with us via our socials on YouTube and Twitter at the address at Autonow Better with your thoughts on the show or subjects you'd like us to discuss. You can even join us live and have your say while we're recording on our YouTube channel for the main weekly show and the Berardi and Coke after match podcasts. With three years' worth of content you can listen back to, from interviews with former Leeds players and managers to Hollywood stars. Maybe choose carefully which match reviews to check out though. Remember to subscribe on whichever app you choose to follow us on.